last time on Noobs and Dragons, our heroes have been exploring the Rusty Hatchet Warden, defeating goblins who stood in their way. But they've yet to find the reason why the brigands wanted the book they need to deliver in the city of Narquelia. You guys are are looking down a long hall, and uh, and you see that it, it abruptly makes a sharp turn down at the end, and you've heard a bit of a noise echoing down the hall. But aside from that, you've not really advanced further. Well, we should probably stealth up closer, don't you think? Yeah, let's try to stealth into the wherever we're walking get, into. Yeah, get a little bit I closer. would like to cast Blessing of the Trickster on Jandar. Absolutely, Jandar, you have an advantage on stealth checks. Cool. So do we need to do that right now? I, or no. Oh, yeah, go ahead and make stealth checks, but keep in mind uh, that uh, uh, your your critical fail counts have reset now. Oh, okay. So every every few episodes they reset. So you know this episode uh, they've reset again. So you know, back to, you know back to zero on that. You don't have to stress too bad. Man, you got up there uh, for back for, to you know. zero. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm still at zero. Well, let me just roll a one and get back on board here. Yeah, you hop back on that uh, yeah. critical fail club. Chili just wasn't part of the cool kids club. So I wanted to ask. Oh, my, yeah? I wanted to ask my team is that if if we're gonna scope if we want to go scope out what's at the end of this tunnel do we all three want to go together where we rely on three stealth checks well, or should i well i think we'll I have all have to stealth check anyways down it right but what if i what if we know if he stealth checks to check it out and then we could just walk if, after yeah, he's because what happens if i stealth check in we don't and and we find out that there's nothing down there and we go to the, the stinky room anyways i guess the difference is, is if you get caught then you're you're screwed. by yourself for a hot sec that's true too. All right. I mean, you, how about, you how about I'll, I'll take the rear. You two take up front since you have dark vision. Yep. You guys can see ahead further. I'll cover us as we stealth down. All right. So I'm uh, rolling for stealth. Yep. Everyone roll for stealth. And then, is there a proficiency bonus in there too? If 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 you're checked? if you are proficient, That's then scary. absolutely. So I got thirteen. Uh, I have a five. Ooh. Eighteen. Okay, Jandar, you're real quiet. You creep down the hall. You're doing okay. You know everything's everything's all right. And then Tilly kind of stumbles in behind you. I told you guys. And uh, uh, and she's like, "Hey, are we trying to be quiet or what?" <laughs> <I'm> yes, <laughs> yes, Tilly, we are Tilly. <laughs> and you guys reach the end of the hall, and you kind of peek around the corner, and it looks like it enters into a chamber, and otherwise you don't see anybody. What? Like there's nothing else in the chamber. Oh, the I never chamber? said there wasn't anything else there. Oh, you're okay. further back oh, behind, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm behind Alistair. Sorry. You're kind of like you're like man. They're loud as you kind of creep up. What do you uh, see, guys? Yeah. Would you like to make perception checks? Yep. Absolutely. You guys both can. That'd be a twenty-two. Ooh. Fourteen. With a fourteen, uh, and you have dark vision, so you kind of like take a look in. And uh, you see, like, a whole bunch of what look like, you know, kind of crappy-looking cots. You know, uh, uh, real poor-quality sleeping bags, think. And uh, it looks like it's, like, you know, like almost like just burlap sack blankets and rocks as pillows. You don't really see much else. Uh, with a, You got a 20... 22. 22. So you listen, and you don't hear anything. You, you, there's like no noise. You don't think anybody's in this next room. And otherwise it looks like a a little further into the room is another doorway. The door is open or closed. It looks like it's open. It looks like it's uh, some kind of mechanical mechanism has lifted it up from that switch you hit earlier. And uh, it looks like it's a wide open hallway that leads down. And uh, now that you're here, you can hear talking down the hall. Down the door. Oh, I guess you should down the have. further hall. When you oh, say okay. talking, are we are we talking? Can I yeah, understand speak? It? it? It's far away, but with your twenty twenty two or whatever you had, you know, ridiculous bonus you had. Uh, it sounds like someone real like loud and gruff is like berating somebody else. It's it's kind of hard to hear you. You know, know who it is? It's probably that fucker Cora. Yeah, I'm gonna get Cora, son of a bitch. Okay, I want to. Uh, I, I want to talk. We they to tell the me this, and I'm like, let's sneak around the cots as cover, and see if we can get closer without it being noticed. I think the cots are just sleeping bags on the ground. 
Is it? Oh, it's not, oh, they're not yeah. like up on. No, they're not. These oh. aren't like real beds. But oh, okay. uh, to give you an idea, the room kind of like uh, opens up into this chamber, maybe by like 10 feet on either side. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be out of the line of sight of this long hallway you're about to go into, then you can absolutely creep around the oh, room okay. yeah, yeah. and let's, get to the next door. Let's do that. Yeah. I say we enter the room and then let you guys know that I was awful on my stealth check last time. And we go with plan A that Jandor said and let him creep in there since he has advantage. Well, let's go to the... Let's well, go to the well, well they're, in the, they're up across the room anyways. I think right. what Tilly meant to say is that she doesn't feel like she's great at sneaking around and you guys should go on ahead on your own. Not that she's looking at it in a game mechanic sense. Watch out for that metagaming. Yeah. So, but that's okay. You can send the scouts on ahead. They are cre- creepier and yeah. sneakier than you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think let's let's do your idea. Let's get to the edge. Yeah. And then if we want to, I can I can head in as we get closer. I can head in f- ahead of everybody yeah. and because tr- I have the advantage uh, and try to uh, yeah get some information for us. Yeah, I, I like that idea. Okay, so we're so gonna we're, we're gonna sneak to the edge of the next room whatever Absolutely. whatever wall so really uh tilly stays back and you know so you've realized that you're not very sneaky and you want to just stay yeah, back I'm, right? I'm at i'm at the, where we peeked around the corner part absolutely so you're quite a bit further back uh what's the, what's the distance oh uh the distance is probably about uh the to the the next doorway is probably about 30 feet if you're just in the room with the cots but probably an extra like 10, uh, 20 feet so like even like 50 feet uh, further, you know, further down. Yeah. If you wanted to be even farther, I'm staying where I'm at. Absolutely. I uh, so I cast blessing of the trickster on Jandar again just to make sure he has it. Absolutely, and he sure did. Uh, Jandar, <laughs> uh, you, uh, you, it was an hour cast, so you were good. Uh, so Jandar, I have no duration of time during this game. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, that's totally fine. Uh, so Jandar, you uh, uh, have your blessing of the trickster. Go ahead and make your stealth check. You have advantage, of course. Yeah, advantage means you can roll re-roll the twenty, right? Uh, yeah, you rolled yep. uh, the twenty twice and oh. take the better result. I'm not rolling a four then, right? That's what blessing is. Oh no, no, guidance is the d four one. Yeah. Okay. So it's just the the okay. rolling twenty twice, taking the better result with your stealth bonus. Okay. So that was my. Th- what did I, I you rolled a three. Three. In that yeah. First there we one. go. Gotta take Ooh, it. I'm taking it. It's a twenty. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you know, in some cases, I'd say that you gotta hit the table to be able to be successful, well, but that's okay. He did hit the table. <laughs> it's our first one, Craig. Fair enough. And uh, and my stealth gives me plus five, so it's twenty-five. Oh, in this case, I uh, when you roll a natural twenty, just like a critical fail, always failing and always messing you up, a critical success is always a success. I'm marking that down as a victory. I, I should think it is. It means nothing, but okay. It'll be the only one we have today. When you roll four ones, or w- you, rolling a 20 means sh- something. You straight up, like, backflip, cartwheel, <laughs> no sound. So you creep up, and uh, you're you're at the, the you know, the, the entrance of this long hall that leads probably about, uh, like, 30 feet down, and then into this chamber. And you you have a good feeling, so you creep in, in down the hall, and you feel like you, you're not going to be seen. Uh, Alistair and Tilly, you see uh, uh, Jandar sort of like stop for a second. He takes a breath and then he almost is like invisible. He's just this weird <laughs> shadowy version of himself and he just just kind of creeps down the hall silently like a like a ghost, almost like he's not touching the ground. I nudge Tilly. I'm like, I could do that too. <laughs> Jandar, you get closer. You're not blessed. <laughs> and you now can hear what's going on. You hear uh, a loud, gruff voice, and he's like, what do you mean you didn't get it? And the little voice is like, listen, boss, I, I'm real sorry. It, it's a shame, I, I know, but, but they, you know, they were, kind of, it was, they were tough. He's I need that book if I'm going to get that thing that's going to grant me that power. So you're going to get out there, and you're going to get it, Korok. You got it? Get that goddamn book. You got that, and he just stri- like you hear the sound of like somebody like hitting the ground hard. He goes, he, "Yeah, yeah, boss, I, I got it, I got it, boss." Jandar, if you'd like, because of your critical success, you can creep back down the hall to your friends, or you can do what you want where you're at. Okay, so I don't have to re-roll for my to my for my. Okay, I'm gonna retreat back to my friends and you uh, retreat back. Update them that this is all because they want our book. Oh, really? I say we give it to them, if you know what I mean. 
if it means a sword, then yes, I yeah, do understand. That's, if it doesn't, then I don't know what you mean. Right, You'll so have to you, be more specific. So you want to go in and fight this? I want to. Yeah. I want to ask the this team. This could be that big guy. Could be the the weird dude that popped in to work Erich. It could be. I would. I want to ask the team where the hell is the book. Oh, the Did books. we leave it at the carriage? No, it's on one, one of you of have it. Yeah, okay. Alistair has it because I'll, I'll have. Yeah, I'll take it. Alistair has yeah. it. Yes, Alistair, uh, who had the creepiest vibe from the book, I'll hold on. Is the one who currently has. Let's it. be honest, okay? We don't trust Tilly. I don't care, and so it's gonna <laughs> go. It's just by default. So, so how about we? How about we like l- pull them out? With like, do you have any illusions that you can? Can cast I do that? Can no? I do this before no, be, before no. we try to cat pull them out? I this do, intrigues me now uh-huh. as to what Alistair saw in that book when you thumbed through it. Something gave him a bad feeling. Yeah, I, I didn't read it. I just like glanced at words, and it just it like, gave you a vibe. It just can, made my made my balls Tilly, Tilly, are you able to recast magic on the book? It'll take ten minutes. It would take 10 minutes. And Korok could come minutes. out in any other time. It has to be a full, uninterrupted 10 minutes. And I'm not wasting a spell slot to detect it because I have it too. We should have done that. Yeah, we we can do it afterwards. That. We'll do it afterwards. You can do it afterwards. Okay, well, so you want to go back in. So I want to, I wanna, yeah, because they're just going to come back. About, they're just going to come back and get us. If we want to be safe about this, no shit, because even going, I say we've been in this cave for a hot minute. We could go back into another room that we know is empty. Well, we know this room is empty. Like, the cot room is empty. Right. Mm-hmm. And the hallway is empty. has to come back through this room. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, we could we could hide, like, like wait till oh, he comes shit. into the cot room, hide and have him come into the hallway, take him out, and then go for the big guy. What? Well, I'm just thinking that that mechanism that we, that we switched opened the door, right? They're both inside that mechanism right now. So if we went back and switched. Well, it, maybe if if they I don't were, know they if there's another exit, they would have came out. You would think, you know. Yeah, you're not sure. What so, what are we doing? Yeah, what, what would you guys like to do? I would say I would like to like wait till Korok comes out, or at least like lead him out, and then we can like stealthily grab him. Yeah, but and interrogate him. How I could gonna, cast gonna minor leave? illusions and create another gold chest. How are we gonna loot? How are we gonna loot? Bring him out and not. Well, he's sending him out. Yeah, but if we make a noise, what's what's stopping both of them from coming out? Well, that's why we I'd say we pull back to the hallway before the cot room. Listen, I don't have the ability to, like, heal, and obviously my attack spells are not good. So I say we wait in the cot room. I'll cast Detect Magic on the book while you guys wait, and then when he comes out, you guys could stealth attack But that's attack not, him. the detecting the magic on the book isn't going to do anything for us now. Maybe, maybe not, but it'd give me something to do because I'm useless otherwise. <laughs> I mean, you do you have, have a ta- staff. You have, you have, why don't you, yeah, why don't yeah. you yeah. give him spell. the book and let him look through it? You want me to give him the book? I don't trust him, but we can give him the book, and that way we can at least know why they want the book. Well, we're busy actually trying to survive since, like you said, I don't tr- Tilly I, is useless. I don't think it's a good idea to let anyone else have this book. Listen, I'm... S- I understand. Until we get to where we I understand the language of celestials, though. So if it's something... God, God I hate you. Do you know Goblin? <laughs> I actually do not know Goblin. You do not know I Goblin. thought I did, but I know Orcish. You know Orcish. Um, Elvish and Common. Mm-hmm. I say we pull Korok out a little bit and grab him and then go in for the big guy. Roll perception, everybody. <clears throat> we're, taking, we're taking too long. Well, here we go. Perception. Great. I'm at 14. 14. Four. Uh, Tilly, you notice nothing, and you, like, continue to, like, talk and, like, chat about what's going on, and you're, like, your guys' is, like, you know, kind of harsh whispers as you guys are speaking to each other. Uh, you two, however, uh, you hear soft footfalls coming down the hallway. I grab Tilly's mouth, and I say, I just go, mm-hmm. Where are we in this room now? Are we still? We're at the, we're at the edge at of the, the room edge of, of the, the do- cot room. Yep. Of the where that doorway, like he's literally. Going no, 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 no. We're back. No, back. You the entrance, back to not us. the mechanical door. So side. we have the whole length of the room, which is twenty feet. Which is yeah. So the second he comes out, he's going to see us. No, not Unless necessarily. Unless you dive and hide. Yeah, we can. We you can have hide. one opportunity to dive and hide if you like. I say we we hide in the hallway in the in the in the dark parts or or somewhere where we can kind of grab Korok as he comes by. I thought this. 
Yeah, we can we can hide. We can dive and hide, but yeah. the whole cave. Oh, is we dark. Could, we could dive and hide under a cot. Yeah, they all have dark vision. So, we could hide, you know. dive and hide under a cot. <laughs> you could hide under a cot if you want. That's fine. That let's is hide, an option. Let's hide under a cot so we can try to get a surprise attack. Yeah. All right. So go ahead and make stealth checks, all of you. If you're hiding under, uh, is well, who's hiding so under a cot? Have, I think Tilly I should hide under a cot. Yes, we I should. think. Is there enough for all three of us to hide under a cot? Oh, there's is there's tons of cots. cots. I'm just wondering who is hiding under cots. Okay, I want to. I said we all I hide. I think we're all going to. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so all of you uh, roll stealth, but I tell you what, uh, Tilly, you have advantage on this. The other two have disadvantage. Well, I have advantage from Tilly, though. So that balances out to nothing. It's a regular roll for you Wait, and disadvantage for you. Why do I have disadvantage? Oh, I'll tell you in a few seconds. Oh, no. All right. What, uh, gonna... stealth. Thirteen. Nine. Thirteen? Nine. <laughs> and Tilly's under a table. <laughs> and eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, I have stealth. Oh no, you have 13. advantage. Oh yeah, did you roll it both? I did. I got. I forgot my uh, dexterity. You bonus, rolled with so advantage, 13. though. You rolled with advantage. I rolled though? with advantage. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Uh, so thirteen, and then what did you get? Uh. I had 13. 13 as well, and yeah. then you had one. Nine. Nine. So you guys hear the footfalls of uh, Korok coming down the, the hall, and uh, go ahead and roll initiative uh, as you guys hear Korok go, that's pretty big for a goblin. Remember, Tilly is small size, as is a goblin. Uh, you yeah. two are medium size. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, go ahead and roll me initiative. I have 10. 12. Did you get a one? I sure did. <laughs> Back Grim. on the board. <laughs> That's oh, great. Oh, man. Uh, so you just fail. You drop to the bottom of the initiative count. <clears throat> yeah. I'm used to being there. <laughs> I don't think I've ever not been there. Yeah, you know, actually, now that you mention it, I don't think you have. Korok uh, draws a, a scimitar, goes to the pile that he sees first, which is you. Yes, yes. And he shouts, boss, 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 boss. <laughs> and he keeps screaming. God damn it, guys. I told you. And uh, he gets a uh, a 13 versus AC. Is that a hit or a miss? No, I have 14. Ooh, whiffs. The, he stabs down with the scimitar, hits the ground, and it hits just rock. Tilly, it's your turn. I'm going to cast Sacred, Fl- uh, Sacred, Sacred Flame? Flame on him. Absolutely. He rolls initiative and uh, not so great. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, damage. Two. And he's not looking great. Uh, Alistair, it is your turn. Uh, am I still under a cot? Yeah. If you want to stand up, uh, you'll have to uh, go ahead and use half your movement up, 15 feet. And to then stand how far up. away is he from me? Oh, he's in melee range because he's stabbing you. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to uh, stand up, uh-huh. um, pull out my rapier, or do I already have it out? I guess. I'd say you already had okay. it out. Uh, I want to use my rapier, but I want to like um, go up to him and like hold the sword to his throat and tell him to sh- like shut up. Oh, roll intimidate. All right. Is plus my charisma, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, proficiency if you're uh, proficient in intimidate. Nope, it's a 14. You pulled the sword up to your, his throat, and you're like, and uh, he's like, bah! and he stops screaming. Okay. Jandar, it's your turn. So, so Alistair basically has him hostage right now then? Kinda. At basically. the very least, he shut his mouth as soon as he told him to. Oh, boy. With your passive perception, you hear a heavy footfall coming from that room down the way. We need to move with him. We want to try to extract information. Take him back into the we need hallway. To, we need to take him back in the hallway. While we do that, I want to interrogate him, try to figure out why they want the Maybe book. we should get him to – am I allowed to talk to him? Not no, on your turn you are, okay, but okay. Uh, Jandar, what do you want to do? I'm going to I'm going to move back into the into the hallway. We're we're going to move away from the heavy footsteps so that way hopefully if it is the boss man he uh he comes into that room and doesn't see anything mm-hmm. and just So you want to go into the hall and then make a uh, We want to make our way check? 
Yeah, we want yeah. to basically make our way out of this cave. We're, we're heading towards the entrance of the cave. You stand up from the cot and you make your way over to the like uh, the entrance to this room on the other side, not the way leading to the the boss, quote unquote. And uh, uh, are you making a stealth check or are you? Are you telling doing us? Else? Maybe I don't know. Am I telling you? I would hope so. I think we're all supposed. Yeah, I want us. I want us as a group to move into this hallway. But for my move, I'm going to use a stealth check to try to get at least myself into that hallway without being al- seen. without alerting more uh, people. Absolutely, make a stealth check. Do I still have advantage? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Thank God, because that was bad. That was much better. Uh, give me a 24 there. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Jandar, uh, you know, mutters to you guys like, let's get going, guys. And you he creeps into the hall and you lose sight of him. Heavy footfalls come from down the hall and they're making their way uh, nearby. Uh, so the hall is roughly around 30 feet. So it looks like the form is like pretty much just almost at the entrance of the door, uh, the doorway. So it looks like you guys will have like a real quick moment in order to get out of line of sight. I mm-hmm. uh, let's see, Korok. I uh, <clears throat> he closed his mouth. He's pretty scared of you. Let's see if he can get the courage. He does not get the courage. He stands <laughs> there with like you know like like practically pissing himself with his arms up in the air and he's dropped the uh, sword onto the ground. He's like, I have too much to live for. <laughs> Tilly, it's your turn. You've been lying on the cot. You had casted a spell while you were just sort of yep. like napping. Would you like to stand up? I'm going to stand up. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. Okay. And create what looks like another metal door in place of where that metal door was. And then I'm going to make my way as far as I can out of the room towards Jandor. Absolutely. You create the illusion of a metal door. Uh, you've not really seen what the door looks like, but you make one that seems metallic. You you know, you have a good idea of what it should look like. And you uh, move with the remainder of your speed, which is roughly, you know, like 10 feet left, uh, over to uh, uh, the, uh, the door where Jandar is. Now, you used an action on your turn, so you're not able to make a stealth check. Is that okay? Fine. Absolutely. Alistair. Um, I'm going to take Korok with me back to where uh, Jandar is. Absolutely. Go ahead and make another Intimidate check and uh, get him to uh, follow along with you. That is 17. I have a wife and 17 kids. Please, (laughs) please don't. And you kind of drag him along with you. If you know what's good for you, you're going to come with me, bitch. (laughs) And you drag Korok into the the hall. I... I, now that was a bonus action to intimidate him. Did you want to make a stealth check? Yeah, well, we want to stay quiet. Yeah, absolutely. Make a stealth check. Uh, that is uh, 12. You're fairly quiet. Korok, who's blubbering, is a little less quiet, but he's not too loud. He's, okay. he's just like harshly muttering and whispering under his breath. Cool. Jandar, uh, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm actually in the hallway, right? Yep, you're in the hall, and they've kind of joined you. They're they're pretty close. Uh, they're maybe like five, ten feet away. You're much more quiet than they are. Uh, so you you can run off. You can creep away. If you're stealthing and moving, you're moving at uh, half speed. Um, I want to. Uh, am I still hearing footsteps? Uh, yeah, it sounds like the the figure is still advancing down the hall. Uh, on its turn, you'll you'll know for sure where it's going. Keep in mind, I cast the illusion, so I couldn't stealth. So, so I'm the clumsiest open. of all. Mm-hmm. So if he heard me, then he knows we're here. Mm. I mean, he did hear his underling screaming yeah. out his name a few times. So he, he at least knows something's up, but whether the door stops him or not is another matter. Okay. Well, our, is I look I want to look at my group here and basically ask him is is the goal here that we're trying to get out of this cave with a hostage? Uh, I, I mean, is he allowed to talk? Am I? You mean Korok? No, him. Is he? Am, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, are you, you able you, to talk yeah, about this now? It, it, Jandar's using his turn in order to speak oh, with okay. you guys. So yeah, I, I was thinking like bring Korok back, interrogate why he wants this book. 
who the big boss guy is if we can figure out if we need to fight him or not. So the goal is to escape with the hostage. No, like just back up enough to where we can quickly ask questions and then if we okay, need to so have, so back use up to him the, as the like entrance room. Okay. If we need to use him as like a oh he just tells the boss something else like I just so, okay. so that, to distract him for now. We'll, we can. Uh, so then I'll advance out of that tunnel to the that middle room that we were in, yeah. I believe, is where we're heading. Okay, so you're heading back uh, uh, around. So you move, uh, like, you know, your 15 feet, half your movement, and creep down the hall. Correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's see if the big boss, quote-unquote, air quotes, uh, can uh, figure out that that's an illusion or not. You gotta be shitting me. And a form steps through the illusion, and you see a bugbear. You uh, only hear that. You've kind of gone further down the hall. You're around the corner, but you're not seen at the moment. You're completely out of sight, and you were real quiet. These two, not as much. Uh, So you, he comes out of the illusion. The bugbear is like a real big, tough goblinoid, but instead of like their green, scaly flesh, they have a lot of fur. And uh, in his case, he has this, like, grayish fur with, like, brownish splotches on him. And he's got this big, giant, like, metal uh, hatchet that's all rusty and gross looking. And he sort of has it at his side. And he looks and sees you guys. And he goes, Korok, what the hell are you doing? And Korok's like, I'm sorry, boss. I got a wife and kids. <laughs> I, I just can't risk it. And he goes, yeah, but I can. And he points the hatchet at you, uh, 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 Alistair. And he says, do it. Just fucking do it, you pansy. <laughs> and that's his turn. Korok is currently crying. <laughs> Tilly, it's your turn. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I am going to... We'll be fine. I'm, I'm going to cast Guidance on Alistar and then retreat towards Jandar as far as I can. Okay, so No you, stealth at this point. Absolutely. Just no point. So you move uh, around the corner, uh, and you're now uh, behind the corner out of sight like Jandar, but you, obviously you're there, you're, you were loud enough about it, uh, but regardless, uh, you guys are out of line of sight. What does Guidance do for me? Uh, you add a D4 to a skill check of your choice, ability check. Alistair, it's your turn. Uh, the uh, the large bugbear, you know, like yeah. pointing at you, and uh, he says to do it. Uh, I without with was it Korok, right? Korok, yeah. To my sword, to my or sword to his sword. I say, you're either gonna fight with us or I will kill you right here. Roll intimidate. Uh, that is twelve. He goes guidance. Oh, and, oh, a, and, and a D4. a D4. Triangle. Triangle. Where is it? it was hidden behind pyramid. Me. Yeah, uh, fourteen. You tell tell Korok he's gonna fight with you guys, and he goes, "Yeah, I, I mean, I dropped my sword back there, but I think I can pick it up." Well, I got that scimitar on me that G- I picked up from earlier. He goes, yeah, give it here. All right, I give him the scimitar. And he takes the scimitar. He goes the rusty, gross yeah. scimitar, and he's like, "Yeah, well, I mean, you know, this is Iron Ox, right?" Who's that? He, the, the boss. He points to the boss, who's just glaring at the yeah. both of you. Who's Iron Ox? He goes, he, I mean, he's like the boss of the, the Rusty Hatchet tribe. Oh. That's us. Oh, okay. So you still want to be a member of that tribe, or do you want to die I don't right want to die. I okay, don't want to so die. Okay, so then you're going to fight with me, yeah. and then we're going to figure this out later. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's, I'm what with I, you, boss. that's what I thought. That's boss. right. I am your new boss. Yeah, new boss. I'm your new boss. And he's real scared. Call me Lord Alistair. He says, yeah, Lord Alley. Good. That's good enough. <laughs> All right, so... With that being said, uh-huh. um, was that my main action or bonus? I'd say that's your bonus action. That bonus action? Okay, so then the boss is how far away from me? Oh, uh, you're at the uh, end of the room, so he's about 30 feet away. 30 feet away. Um, I think it's time for me to use my, my one-a-day spell that I've been really looking forward to using. Banking it. Uh, and before I do that... Can I perceive like which type of spell element would be best to cast on him or no? I mean, uh, you you can make a nature check, uh, but it would use up the rest of your action okay, to like, figure it out. You can no. just take a. I'm shot just gonna. In the dark. I'm gonna. I can't say. I'm gonna cast right. chromatic orb on that guy. Absolutely. And I'm gonna cast it. Uh, do I have to choose what it is now or roll first? Yeah, you have to uh, choose now. Okay. Um, we're gonna go for. He's a big furry bugbear guy. Hmm. Which is a goblin type. Yeah, goblinoid. 
We're going to do an acid. Absolutely. Go ahead and uh, roll your, uh, what is it, your spell attack? Um, yes. So that's a d20. Right? Mm-hmm. Guidance. Not on an attack. Oh, it's an attack. That's right. Yeah. So it's my proficiency plus my charisma. So it's a nineteen. You like create a ball of acid in your hands, and he sort of like gets like a weird look in his face, and he's like, "Oh, don't you dare try that!" <laughs> and you huck it at him, and it hits. <laughs> yes. I'm so happy about this because it is going to do three d8 damage to him. Uh, one. Come on, ones. Nothing but uh, ones. No, no, no. I, I'm counting the dice. <laughs> Sorry. One, two, three. Three d8s. So I got three, oh yeah, uh, four, that's seven, plus another four is... Eleven. What? It's eleven. Yes, it is eleven. Um, yes, eleven damage. He gets splashed oh. with acid, Yeah. And, uh, and he sort of like lets out a roar and sort of like smears it away from his face and you can hear it still hissing on his hand. Yeah, that's right, bitch. Hatchet axe my ass. What is it? What's, oh, yeah. Rusty hatchet. Whatever, you're a rusty hatchet. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm just going to stand there. Absolutely. Uh, you huck the ball of acid at him. He lets out a roar. Uh, Jandar, you're around the corner, but you can hear everything that's going on. Currently, he doesn't know that you're there. If you were to jump out with a bow attack now, Surprise ooh, attack. you'd lose, yeah, you would lose your, uh, stealth, but you would have advantage on this attack. Yep. And then your stealth would be gone. Yep. Let's do it. Absolutely. Roll yes. twice. Take the better yes. results. To murder his face. <laughs> Rolled 10 both times. So 10 right. plus 15. So 15. A 15. You jump out from around the hall, launch an arrow. It whizzes down the hall, which is like, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, like 50 feet. And it sticks into the wall right beside his head. And he sees you, who's now jumped out of the shadows. And he goes, Oh, you made a bad mistake. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. You say that to all of us so far. You we'll see, Iron Dick. <laughs> Iron Ox <laughs> straightens his like helmet, which is this like uh, uh, sort of Viking style one with like two horns on the top of it. Sort of straightens it out a bit, and he saunters into the room and looks down at Korok. And Korok's like, "Yeah, I, I, we're we're rebelling, boss. Me and the other guys." <laughs> And with a natural damn 20, Korok is just split in two. (laughs) (laughs) Just right down the middle. Blood erupts out. And Korok goes, that's not cool, boss. And and he just sort of splits in two. Like peeled fruit and just falls into two equal, just perfect halves. Well, you had a minion for a few seconds. I mean, hey. Yeah. I felt, felt bright. Good diversion. He says, you think that felt right? Felt pretty damn right to me. <laughs> and he holds the hatchet up to uh, uh, your throat, and he goes, now I could do the same to you, or you can give me that damn book. That's his turn. <laughs> He's in melee range of you. <laughs> Tilly, yes. it's your turn. Good, okay. Um, how far away am I from Alistar? Oh, uh, Alistar is, oh, like uh, within five feet of you. Within five feet? Yep. I... Talk to Alistair. Mm-hmm. Tell him. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Jandar is five feet away from you. Alistair is deep down in the room. He's uh, about 50 feet away from. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, like 20 feet. 20 feet. And how much movement do I have? Uh, 25, I believe. 25? Oh, you can get so up good. to uh, Alistair if you like. <sighs> At this point, uh, Iron Ox currently has a uh, a giant axe, a big rusty hatchet pretty much to uh, Alistair's throat. So, I mean, you know, whatever you're going to do, make sure it's something to, to help him out or do damage to the enemy, save him in some way. Alright, so I'm going to run up behind Alistar. Uh-huh. I am going to cast Minor Illusion Okay. to create a copy of the leather book in my hands. And yell at Alistar, this ain't worth our lives. Take it, toss it on the floor in the room. Okay. And then start to make my retreat back a little bit. Absolutely. So you rush into the room, and you're like, this isn't worth our lives. And you throw, like, the illusion of a book. You sort of slap it down to the ground, and you start to back off. Hmm. And I cast Guidance. And you cast Guidance on... Alistar. Alistar. Alistar, it is your turn. I'm going to cast Blade Ward. 
on myself. Okay. Um, which is my main action, right? Uh, that would be a standard action. Yep. That'd be a standard action. Gives you resistance, which halves damage. And um, to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing. I, if I back away, he can attack me, right? Oh, he absolutely can. Um, so I'm a, I'm gonna say like, there's your damn book. Uh, you could take it and let us go. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll persuasion. Oh, here it is. And guidance. And I have the guidance, yep. And that's a D4. Mm-hmm. So that's 18. You can. You sound pretty convincing. You're like, hey, take the book, go, we're just going to leave. And Ironox looks at the book and looks at you, and he's like, now that I have the book... Why the hell shouldn't I kill you guys too? Mm, he doesn't seem he doesn't he he doesn't seem too concerned in letting you live. Okay, Jendar, uh, uh, it's your turn. Uh, Ironox is way down the hall. He's got a big giant axe. He looks real scary. Longbow, longbow, right to Iron Ironox. Absolutely. <clears throat> Thirteen. Thirteen is a whiff. Uh, arrow whizzes past his head and he goes, yeah, that's kind of how I thought it would be. <laughs> Not for me. I was hoping a little, a little bit better. But, <laughs> he says, well, fair enough. And he swings with his hatchet at you. I use my bonus. I use my bonus to just yell at him. There's your fucking book. Let us go. <laughs> you shout and he's real, real excited about the fact that he's going to get to murder you guys. Uh, and he swings his hatchet and it just hits the ground beside you as you sort of like kind of like step aside and he uh, and he sort of smiles at you with his like nasty brownish teeth with you know little a little like uh, sharp incisors and stuff and he sort of laughs he goes I had to kill a perfectly good man because of you I hope you're satisfied and he hefts back up the blade and he prepares to swing again mm. Tilly it's your turn oh my gosh um I can't do much. Uh, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Absolutely. And he just like like hits the ground and ducks as the uh, radiant explosion goes above his head. And he kind of goes, <laughs> anything else, Tilly? Uh, with the rest of my turn, I'm going to back towards Jandar more. Absolutely. You back off like another 20 or about uh, uh, 15 feet from where you were. And you're now side by side with Jandar. Uh, Alistair, it is your turn. Uh, we're in melee range of this guy. I want to get this guy away from me, so I'm going to use Thunder Wave. Absolutely. Uh, that's a spell attack or a saving throw? That's uh, a constitution saving throw. Uh, and he gets a 15. So it's against my... Spell save, which is what, a 12? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's my 8 plus proficiency and charisma, so that is... 12, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, so he takes half damage. Half of, damage. Of so go ahead and 2D8. roll. Yep, roll damage. Uh, cut it in half, round down. <clears throat> so that's 10, so he takes 5. But he's not pushed away. Yeah, you, you like, it. hold out your hands. There's a loud, super loud explosion that echoes through the cave. And he, like, he sort of, like, kind of winces a bit from the loud noise. And he kind of, like, kind of cracks his neck a bit. And he's like, is that it? Jandar, it's your turn again. Uh, your friend has launched magic at him, and it's barely sort of held him back. Uh, but it does look like he's taken some damage. He's not looking great, this Iron Ox. What would you like to do? Bring a longbow again. Hit a Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hit him in the face. <laughs> go ahead and roll. There we go. Take a 23. I think you will take a 23, and so will he. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> Ooh, I like that 11. Oh, nice. Thank God. As he's holding up the hatchet and like just ready to cleave your bard in two, your arrow goes flying down the hall and just nails him in the throat. Oh. And he sort of horfs up a little bit of blood. <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. And just falls flat to the ground. Yes. Mm. Money shot. Clutch. I cheer. <laughs> and you cheer. I'm gonna write a song about this later. It sounds like it'll be a good one. So, you guys, with Korok split in twain. Oh, poor Korok. I tried to save him. <laughs> I tried to save him. Well, really what you tried to do is pin him against his boss. Listen, That's a little I, different. I prevented him from dying at my hands. 
You're not wrong. <laughs> so you guys have Iron Ox dead in front of you, and there's a long hall that leads into a chamber. Where would you like to go? What would you like to do? I want to investigate Iron Ox first. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll me an investigate check. I want to do that too. Is that okay? Uh, I'd say one person can one check person? a person, okay. yeah. I'm going to cast Guidance on Jandar before that happens. Jandar, you have a D4 bonus to this. Um, so that is eight, nine. With a nine, uh, you, you find his real crummy helmet, you know, it's a little oversized for your guys' head, but you could, you know, use it if you really wanted. Doesn't give you any bonuses, but it looks cool. Uh, you find his nasty rusty hatchet. It looks like it does D8 damage. Uh, it's like a, uh, pretty much like a battle axe. Uh, otherwise, uh, uh, on him, you find hide armor, uh, kind of smells bad. It's a little on the crummy side. And in his pocket, you find a key. Mm. All right. So I'm going to take the key. Let's uh, go see where this where he came from. I'm going to take the key. If anybody else wants anything from him, I'm not taking anything. Um, uh, do I find anything on Korok's split in half body? I like a picture of his family. <laughs> <laughs> all, all seventeen of them. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what. Go ahead and roll investigate on Korok. Yes. Oh god. Well, that's a five plus one. Um, wait, investigate. Investigate. Yeah, that's just a five. So you you like take a look through his stuff and you find two pieces of paper and it looks like it was a drawing of a happy family oh. of two two big goblins and 17 little ones that's been split in two. And in one corner you see the family I wish I had. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds like he was a lying sack of crap. And you throw the two half drawings aside. <laughs> uh, did you want to head down to the, the, the room that uh, yeah, you Iron Ox came from? Yeah. No, is anybody... Uh, strength proficient though, because that hatchet sounds like it's a. Uh... No, I'm the opposite of okay. strength proficient. Oh, I just Not sense. a single one of you have strength. Yeah, maybe enough. we find someone down the road who could use it, but I don't care about them right now. Do we want to like look around and make sure we're we're it? Nope. Like there's no one else that's going to jump out and kill us. Nope. And you, Jandar, decide. You know what? Stealth is overrated, and start marching down the hall. There is that right? Know. Well, yep. basically, I'm I'm feeling good because we we took down the uh, the bugbear, bug mm -hmm. which uh, happens to be a race that I don't uh, like very much. Okay, so that's fine. Um, so true. I'm kind of I think a little cocky right now, and I'm just gonna <laughs> go down the hall that he that he came from. Absolutely. Right. So you march down the hall, and you find yourself in a, a fairly small room. It's uh, uh, maybe well thirty feet uh, long and maybe like forty feet wide. Not especially big. Uh, you see a much nicer bed in this room. Uh, it looks like there's like a nice bed. Uh, there's a chest, and it looks like there's a, a, another switch. It looks like the the switch is for the opening the door from this side. Okay. Oh, okay. So we open it. Uh, investigate the room. Yeah, I want to investigate the chest. Absolutely. You find that your key fits perfectly into the chest and open it up. Uh, Tilly, you were making an investigate check for the room. Go right ahead. I'd like to look around in the room, too. Yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check. Oh, yay. Six. Six. Uh, you find that uh, while the room is much nicer than the, uh, the other, it still smells pretty bad. Goblinoids are not you know, known for their smell. A uh, nine. A nine? You, uh, you, you're like, hey, I bet goblinoids hide their secret treasures under the bed. And you look under the bed, and there's nothing under the bed. Damn it. Uh, you open the chest, though, and there is... Uh, something in it. Uh, you find uh, 150 gold pieces oh, in nice. gems. So it's, it's in assorted gems. Uh, so it's like a small bag of gems inside the chest, uh, as well as two different vials uh, of uh, liquid. It looks like one is orange, and it looks like it's uh, like perpetually bubbling and kind of popping. And then the other one is this reddish liquid uh, that looks like uh, syrupy. It looks, mm. It's a real viscous liquid. Okay. Um, now, just so you guys know, if there are ever magic items and you'd like to find out what they are, you can take a short break and over the course of the hour, you can look at them, figure them out, and I can give you the gist of it. Uh, if you have the identify spell, then uh, you're actually able to go ahead and figure out everything. So if the items are cursed, you know, the, you know any fine details, that's how you would figure Do it out. Do you have identify? 
I do. Do you want me to take some 10 minutes uh, to do it? It'd actually be uh, 20 minutes because you'd have to do it each for the for oh, every for individual vial. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to do that real quick? Just hang out here for 20 minutes to figure out what they are. Yeah. Well, we're did you take them. damage? Uh, no, I did not. I didn't either. So we're fine. Okay, so we're fine. So yeah, yeah well, let's take the 20 That's minutes. That's fine. Go ahead. Uh, investigate the vials. Well, while he's investigating the vials, I'm also going to cast uh, Detect Magic on the room to see if there's anything else. Absolutely. Uh, so you uh, take 10 minutes and uh, uh, and you start looking around the room and it looks pretty mundane. You don't see like, you know, any like magical passages or anything like that. Nothing really stands out to you. Uh, this rusty hatchet, you know, caves, rusty hatchet Warren uh, looks like it was just a very mundane like cave system used by these goblins. Doesn't look like it was anything too magical going on as far as that goes. Uh, a little bit of extra time passes and uh, uh, Alistair is able to figure out that uh, the red potion is a potion of healing and then the other potion the orange one is a potion of climbing uh, mm. basically the potion of climbing uh, lasts for an hour and it gives you a climb speed uh, so basically you you know if you if you can move 35 feet if you move 30 25 you're able to climb at that exact same speed so it like you know lets you kind of monkey up branches basically oh, okay uh, otherwise the potion of healing uh, heals for 2d4 plus 2. And then, of course, once you use any of these potions, they're gone. Yeah. All right. So I'd like to, uh, can I take the 150 in gems and split it 50 each? Yeah, you absolutely can. Uh, Now, keep in mind, too, uh, you guys have, the way I see it as a DM is you kind of have a couple of options. You can always be splitting up gold or you can always have somebody who's like the group bank and just sort of monitor it for you guys. So if you prefer to split it, if you just feel like that's just the the more fair way, absolutely do it. If you prefer to have one person who's just monitoring the, the stuff for the group, that works, too. However you guys want to do it. Well, I don't I, care. I can monitor if you guys want to do it that way. Or you can split it for now and decide later. That's fine, too. I'm taking my 50 gold this time. <laughs> okay, so you guys are splitting 50 gold each. All right, totally so. fine. Uh, in gems, though. Right? In gems, yep. It's like, a, a, so you like you know put it with the rest of your gold, if you had any, uh, in like a small pouch at your side. Uh, otherwise, uh, who's taking the potions? Or you can figure it out later. I don't need the potions. I'll take the healing. You guys both have heals. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the uh, can I take the climbing. That's fine. Okay, that's all yours. So you guys have cleared out the majority of uh, Rusty Hatchet Warren. Uh, do you guys want to go look at the stinky room? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, why wouldn't he go in there? I don't know. Something else. Something else in there. I, don't know. I mean, it's this is that's the one room we didn't look at. Yeah. So, I mean, we could leave, but uh, I mean. We, I don't know. The only thing I can think of is we saw, we think we saw dead bodies in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're pretty sure there could be someone did, else in yeah. there, maybe. All I'm saying, though, is what, like, we didn't get any answers as to why they, why they wanted right. the book, how they found out about the book. Like, could there be, like, humans or something in that room? That's what I was thinking. That are still that, alive? Yeah, some, or at least or some, like, evidence on what they evidence wanted. Evidence on the bodies. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think. I think it's worth it. Was there was there anything else that we fi- could find in the room that led us to understand why they wanted the book? No, Ironox uh, uh, was real, real intent on getting the book. Uh, he also wanted you guys dead, uh, but uh, he didn't get what he wanted in the end. Okay, you guys dead or the book? Okay, let's say. So let's say we're moved to the entrance of that stinky room, stinky hallway. Absolutely, and yeah. that's where we're at now. We're gonna make a decision. So we did. We did get a little bit of information before that when I stealthed in and heard him talking to Corax about getting that book so he can use it for uh, power. For power, yeah. He was going to trade it. Yep. Yep. Not sure what for, but yep. he was going to get something. Yep. So. All right. That's fine. Okay. So we're at the, the entrance room? of this hallway. Yeah. I guys- cast uh, Blessing of the Trickster on Jandar, and do we want to roll roll it the same way we did earlier where we send him in? I mean, or, I think or at least walk down over. I don't know if we need the stealth now. You just want to waltz in? Do we, yeah, we just waltz we, in. That's do we fine. need to? Absolutely. Yeah, you guys tricks on yep. into the room, and this horrible smell hits you. All of you guys make a constitution saving throw for me. I got a 15. You're able to hold your guts in. <laughs> you don't throw up. Jandar? I rolled a one. <laughs> wow. Uh, so Jandar is... Is that number two or one? Two. That's number two. Jandar, you uh, <laughs> uh, you just start horfing 
like the smell is just overpowering. It just gives you really bad memories of like the dead you've smelled in the past. And you like have to leave. You just walk out of the room, leave them two on their own and just start puking like into the bucket with like, you know, the nasty rotten fruit. It makes you puke even more. And you just like hit the ground and you're just like it's it just everything's coming up. Uh, uh, How'd you do, Tilly? Uh, 16. You guys hold it together. You two are fine. Uh, it looks like it sounds like Jandar from the sound of his just guttural horfing in the uh, other room is maybe out of this for a few moments. Uh, so what would you guys like to do? It looks like you're in a small chamber, uh, maybe uh, yeah, like about 20 feet uh, long and then uh, uh, like 10 feet wide. And it's just loaded with like dead corpses. Yeah, I want to just look and see if I can find anything that's of information or value. I cast guidance on him. Room. Absolutely. You, there are two rolls on the table, uh, two event checks, one for investigate and one for medicine. Um, I will do medicine because I get my plus one of wisdom, right? I wouldn't get the proficiency bonus. Are you proficient in medicine uh, there, uh, Tilly? I am proficient in medicine. Oh, yeah. So then Tilly's going to make it. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So Tilly, go ahead and roll medicine. But I do have the plus two in investigation, too. No, you're going to do medicine. Okay. Go ahead and do medicine, I'll and do uh, you do investigation. <laughs> you hear horfing in the distance. I got a 20 <laughs> on medicine. <laughs> I got a 17. Uh, not, uh, not a, a natural 20 or just a no, 20 altogether? No, 16, and then with my proficiency and wisdom bonus, 20. Perfect. I got okay. 17. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys in that room still? <laughs> so with this I've smelled much worse. I cast Spare the Dying on Jandor, just in case. <laughs> Doesn't sound like he's going to make it. <laughs> so uh, you uh, investigate the room and search the bodies. It looks like these are all dead travelers, dead, you know, uh, uh, people who've kind of passed in and out of the area. It looks like there's a whole lot of assorted races here. Hidden on some of the bodies and like some of the scraps of clothing that are left, you find nine gold. Oh, cool. With uh, 20 in medicine, you find that most of these people were uh, uh, shot with arrows. It seems like they, they were like, you know, just like a wave of arrows hit whoever they were. They probably died, got dragged here. And otherwise, it seems like they've been mostly eaten. You think that the, the, they were food for the rats in the other mm. room and maybe also the goblins. They're not the, the most, you know sensitive of uh, people out there. But we don't find anything in regards to why they would... Uh, nope, no no uh, uh, dead bodies have a magic note about the uh, that weird book you had. Darn. Sorry. Well, we should just make our way back to the... In between caravan. throwing up, I suggest that we just had... We, we had to deliver yeah. the book. We need to go deliver the book yeah. to... I, yeah, I pat Jandar on the back and I say... Yeah. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> he asked. He asked what we found, and we said nothing. And then I took four gold, and Alistair took five. <laughs> so they split up the gold. Oh, okay. I guess. I mean, I was just gonna keep all nine. But, all right. I guess I'll give you four gold. Whatever. It's a uh, hush money. Uh, so you guys get back together. You've now explored uh, the the whole of this uh, cave structure, and uh, you sort of have more questions than answers than before. Hmm. But in any event, uh, would you guys like to head back to the caravan and see if they're still there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I tell you what, one of you guys, roll me a d20. Not it. All right, I will. <laughs> Alistair, just Can't roll me guidance. a d20. Uh, yeah. Nope, no guidance for this. 12. No. 12. That sounds like a good number. You get back, and it looks like they've just started finishing up, fixing the wheels. Perfect. And they're about to head back, and the, the forest gnome that saw you before is like, oh, wow, the great timing. I. Uh, and they see like you like with vomit on you, uh, and then like like uh, Korok blood splattered along your side uh, there, uh, uh, Alistair. And uh, Tilly actually looks fine. She's you know she's she's remained unscathed through most of this. And uh, uh, and they're like, oh, are you guys okay? I go up to the gnome like you got a blanket I can use. N- no, no, we're out of blankets. Let me rephrase it. <laughs> Give me a blanket I can use since I just saved your ass. Roll persuasion. <laughs> Um, that is... I cast Guidance. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a little after the fact, but I'll allow it. <laughs> yes, roll, roll a D4. Roll a roll D4. D4. I really want you to have this blanket. Okay. Well, that is an 18. 
Wow. Uh, you know what? Uh, he goes, yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I think I have some extras. Let me let me help you guys out. And uh, he gets you some like blankets and, and stuff cle- to clean off. Yeah, we and clean everything. Like, yeah. yeah, I would like to clean up. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I got him. Yeah, yeah you, you guys clean up. And uh, the caravan starts moving again. You get back in the carriage and uh, uh, it's uh, by carriage, maybe another like 15, 20 minutes well, until you're in town. Before we get to town, I'm going to look at these guys like, should we see what if this book is magical? You haven't looked yet. Cast detect magic on it. We've already, yeah, I mean, we've already broken. We're already going to have to either lie or or tell them that we opened the book. But right. at least we can just at, at least, least we can tell what it is. I want to just because my detect I, magic I, will tell me if it is magic. It won't yeah. tell me what it is. Well, I want to detect magic on it and just see if I can get a magic. All right, I cast detect it. magic. Okay. Well, I have it too. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. So you, well, we which both one cast of you? it at the same time? I'll, I'll, Absolutely. No. <laughs> I'll just let him cast it. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. So, Tilly, uh, you go ahead and you uh, uh, spend the 10 minutes, which, you know, uh, is, is getting near to the time when you will be reaching Narquellian. Now, as you're casting this uh, uh, spell here, uh, your friends are kind of looking out the window and kind of waiting on it, on you and everything. And the trees are getting more and more red and orange and yellow. And uh, it looks like autumn is here, which is weird because in the rest of the forest, it was green. It was, you know, just a normal forest. Uh, I tell you what, as you're heading into the city, uh, as Tilly goes ahead and casts her uh, spell, uh, you guys can go ahead and uh, make me uh, a roll. There's uh, three different rolls on the table if you're interested. If If you don't want to, you don't have to. History, religion, and arcana. I can't roll because I'm casting. You're currently casting. Uh, I'm going to do a history. I tell you what, uh, go ahead and roll, and we'll just say that you did it beforehand. That's fine. I'm going to do a history. History check for uh, Alistair. Brain fart. fart. Thank you. I could do religion. Go ahead and roll religion. Arcana's the other one. Arcana's the other. What, are you good on either of any of them? I'm not good on any of them. Okay. You can give Arcana a shot and see what you get. All right. What was no, 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 19. I got with, 19 as well. Um, well Four. That's, oh, I got 19 total. Ooh. I got 21 total. 21. Okay. So Narquellian <laughs> is a, a city built into giant, huge trees that are perpetually in autumn, just for oh, all cool. eternity in autumn. Now, with your uh, uh, history check, you know that uh, uh, the... Let's see. The city is split into three different sectors, uh, and there's the, a person's social class is essentially what uh, matters, you know, w- depending on your sector. So you have the understory, which is like the ground level and like really low. You have the canopy, which is like middle class. It's like kind of the, the middle of the road there. And then you have the emergence, which is the, the very tops of the trees where the most wealthy stay. Uh, now, with your Can you repeat that really quick. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so Narquellian is split into three sectors, the understory, the canopy, and the emergence. Three different social strata of the city. Uh, now, Narquellian's perpetually in autumn. Uh, you also would know that, uh, uh, that the city itself is actually, rather than being built into giant petrified trees, they're actually petrified treants. Giant, you know, uh, tree people, uh, I think Ents from Lord of the Rings, that are just sort of frozen in time, petrified, maybe dead. Nobody knows. Uh, with your religion check there, uh, Tilly, you know that most uh, citizens in this city worship Zelfire, the god of nature. Uh, it's uh, uh, predominantly wood elf, half elf, and forest gnome who live here. Normally, half elf don't necessarily have like cities to call their own, but because this city is so liberal and, you know, so open to elves, that half-elves have found a home here. Uh, with your uh, arcana check there, uh, uh, Ranger, you uh, you vaguely have memories of uh, uh, the there being, like, a, uh, a powerful and, and really prestigious school of magic here, but y- you don't really remember. It's, you know, sort of vague memories. Otherwise... Time passes and the the leaves and stuff are starting to turn that like orange and red as you get closer to the city. And uh, it looks like the caravan is slowing to a stop and your spell activates and you see read magic. And as soon as you glance at the book, is it in your hands or in uh, uh, Alistair's hands? It'll be in my hands. Alistair's holding it and he's like, come on, Tilly, you know, get a, get a move on here. You know, he's kind of bored. And as you look at it with read magic, an aura appears around the book and it starts shifting and shimmering. 
and weird magic, like tendrils of like magic energy start like sort of oozing out. And it looks like the book is like slowly and softly like caressing Alistair's face. And he's just holding it there, not with with no knowledge. And he's just like, yeah, so what do you see? And you just see this weird aura just like kind of squirming its like tendril along its face. I don't tell you any of this. You're not going to tell me anything? No. Okay, cool. You guys so see, we're just like, what? Oh, uh, you for you two. Anything? Come on. I, Jandar, I, I let them know that there's magical qualities, but I don't give them the description. Jandar of and what Alistair, go ahead and roll me insight. Oh, uh, Tilly, go ahead and roll deception for me and tell me what you get. 18. 12. 17. Uh, Alistair, you're, you, you buy it. You're like, okay, yeah, it's magic. Uh, what'd you get? 18. You think Tilly sees more than she's letting on, but you almost don't dare ask for how like nervous she looks. Whatever she saw is really weird, and it kind of matches up with the the bad gross feeling that Alistair had. I, when Alistair's not looking, I look at Tilly and wink at her. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Ooh, okay. News and.